I have a ministry update this morning. Last week, uh, Travis shared in our uh, study in First Peter about persecution, and I had shared a little bit at the close of the service about our sister church, Harvest India, and uh, I received an update from, uh, from Pastor Samuel through Steve Jakes this week, and so I just wanted to have the opportunity to, to share a bit about what's happening at, uh, at Harvest India. For those who don't know, Harvest India is one of the uh, missionary that, missionaries that we support through our general fund missions budget. We allocate 10% of our budget to support missions directly. Uh, Harvest India being a uh, special relationship, kind of like our sister church, as I said, we also have a special giving that we uh, work with them to do additional work of what's happening. I'll share a bit about what is happening in India and what the support that we have provided to Harvest India has meant. Well, Harvest India was established in 1993 by uh, the Reverend Samuel Jacob. Pastor Samuel is a graduate of Mid-America Baptist Theological Seminary. I'm sure uh, Travis is excited to hear that. And uh, he developed during his time here uh, many relationships locally that have uh, continued to support him throughout his time. He returned home to India following seminary with a desire to share the gospel with the unreached and to train up pastors. This has been primarily focused on enabling and empowering local leaders to help reach the gospel to the most remote regions of India. These pastors in India have no formal training. They come to faith, they receive the call to go and to preach, and they do. Harvest India provides the training and the support of these pastors as they lead their village churches. I've had the privilege of visiting twice to participate in the annual pastors training conference where we spend five days training up 150 pastors and their wives in the word of God. Harvest India also has a home for orphans called Mammoth's Home, which means mother's love, and uh, that uh, takes in orphans and and, uh, teaches them, and and it's just an incredible work that they've been doing. Uh, Tim, if you could go to slide two. Harvest India now consists of about 125 pastors in over 100 villages in three different states in India. In spite of great persecution, Harvest India continues to grow and to plant new churches. Over the years, Harvest India has built 45 churches. That is uh, basically a a brick building or a cement block building where uh, 80 to 150 people will congregate. We've provided 13 motorbikes, 25 bicycles, and given out over 4,000 Bibles. We've also provided medical assistance to those who are in need. In 2021 alone, over 1,000 Bibles were purchased and given to all of the village pastors, and there continues to be a great need for Bibles. And the work is fruitful, as many are coming to faith, and you can see uh, the baptisms that are uh, occurring in the slide as well. Tim, if you can put up slide three. Over the last year and a half, not only has COVID been a serious issue for India, but some of the worst flooding in decades has caused major destruction and loss of life 
I'm getting a little choked up here because the bottom picture is uh, is me and uh, Pastor Israel, who is an incredible man of God. Pastor Israel came to faith in the Lord and went into the most remote and unreached regions of northern India. He went into a village, tried to share the gospel with, uh, with a group of, of villagers. The villagers tied him to a tree and beat him with branches and sticks until he was unconscious and they left him for dead. Pastor Israel walked two days to a hospital where he spent almost two weeks recovering. And when he was released, he walked two days back to that village. As he approached the village, one of the village elders who had been in charge of tying him to the tree saw him and asked him what he was doing there. And he said, I, can't, I have come to bring you the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And this village elder looked at him and said, if, you, if your God is so powerful, then you come and follow me. And he took Pastor Israel into a rice paddy where one of his animals was lying and wouldn't get up. And he said, if your God is so powerful, you raise up this animal. And Pastor Israel knew that if he was not able to do this, God wasn't going to do this, then the same thing would happen. He would be tied to a tree and he would beaten and be left for dead. This was his... Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fiery furnace moment. And he prayed to God and said, God, if it's your will, let it be. If it's not, let it be. And this animal stood up. And the village elder brought Israel into the middle of that village to share the gospel with his village. And over the course of the next week, Pastor Israel led 1,200 people to the Lord. He was a good friend. Uh, and what that village couldn't take from him, COVID did. And he died. I'm sorry. During this time of COVID and the floods, Christians have not been able to access most social services in India, including medical care and food. The Indian lockdown affected the ability of more more than 125 pastors and their congregation, 3,000 people in these churches that we support were unable to obtain food and basic necessities. Church members also suffered from severe unemployment His jobs were lost, and through incredible donations and support of Bethlehem Community Church, we were able to provide food and financial assistance for many months starting in April of 2021. Samuel met with 70 of the pastors on a recent trip, and he indicated that many of the pastors in the meetings tearfully expressed their gratitude the food and financial contributions that have been received from BCC, which has meant the survival of the pastors, their families, and their approximately 3,000 church members. 
them. Next slide, please. The violent persecution of Christians in India has become a daily occurrence. It is now believed to be systemic and carefully orchestrated by the government. Christian families are often exposed to severe persecution in many parts of India. As an example of this is the 13 Christian families in the village of Odisha. They were forced out of their village by their Hindu neighbors because of their faith in Christ. Their homes were destroyed, so they have moved to a remote jungle area where they survive in temporary tent shelters. They have limited access to the basic necessities like food and water. And yet they stand firm knowing that their families and friends will leave them, but the love of God will never leave them. Radical Hindus making false accusations about pastors often result in imprisonment for some period of time. And the pastor on the below right was one of the two pastors who were falsely accused of forcibly con- forcible conversion, and they were put into jail. And we were able to bail out these pastors for $1,500. There are frequent attacks on pastors and their children and their churches. We had a church that was attacked with 27 of its members going to the hospital for medical care. One was recently attacked by, in his, one recent, recently one of the pastors was attacked in his house by radical Hindus blaming him for illegal conversions. Two other village pastors were also recently beaten for their faith, and you can see those pastors. When the police are called after these beatings, it is the pastors and their families who are arrested for disturbing the peace. And yet, we have not heard of one, not a single one, of the 3,000 church members, the pastors, their families, renouncing their faith in Christ. They stand faithfully on the gospel. And in this, unbelievably, they are the most loving, generous, kind, thankful, and content people that I have ever, ever met. And my only prayer is, may their tribe increase. And may we be encouraged to continue to pray for them and to support them and to love them, for they are going before us in persecution. Let's pray for our brothers and sisters. Father God, Father, our hearts break for what breaks your heart, Lord. Father, we know that our brothers and sisters are facing terrible circumstances, Lord, whether it is the flooding that is destroying their homes and washing away all that they possess, all the little of what they did possess was just washed away. Father, they live in mud huts, thatched roofs. They, Father, have an existence that we cannot even comprehend. And yet, Father, they have a faith. They have a faith, Lord, that puts mine to shame. They trust in you knowing, Lord, All that this world can take, it is already taken from them. They have nothing left but their lives that they surrender to you. Father, I ask that you would just bestow upon them great strength and courage 
that, Father, you would just breathe fresh faith into them. And, Father, as a result, Father, I ask that you would breathe a fresh faith into us. Father, may what they are doing in their faith, Lord, may it be a reminder to us. May it challenge us, Lord, as we think about all the things that distract us, all the things that take up our attention, all the things, Lord, that that we think about on a daily basis. Lord, I just ask that that would melt away and that, Father, we would have faith like they have faith, that we would be content as they are content. So, Father, I ask that you would strengthen them. I ask that you would encourage them. I ask, Father, that you would increase their numbers. Father, you have set India ablaze with a faith. You have set them ablaze with a desire for who you are, for it cannot be found, Lord, in the millions of gods of Hinduism. It cannot be found in the strength of a government to overcome things. It cannot be found, Lord, in anything other than you. And so, Lord, may you draw many to yourself through their sacrifice, through their their love of you and their love for their neighbor, even those who persecute them. And may we continue to have them in prayer, to love them and support them. We are blessed, Father. We are so blessed that we can come alongside of them. Lord, money is easy. We can send them all sorts of money, but Father... What we really need to do is pray for them. We need to see them as an example, and we need to love each other as they love. And so, Father, we thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen.